Hello everyone and welcome to Nature Check, the show where you come for the game and stay for the science. We are so glad to have all of you here with us this evening. If you have any questions for the cast, make sure to put them in the chat so we can respond and your channel viewpoints tonight can be used to either give the players advantage or to cause me to roll on the wild magic table and add to the chaos. Uh, as always, be sure to check out the reference section down below for the social media handles for everyone playing. And don't forget, if you are not able to watch us live or you want to share us with your friends, you can, as always, find the sessions for our TRPG games in video form on our YouTube channel and in podcast form everywhere. All right, now let's get into what we're actually doing today. <laughs> we are doing another special one-shot uh, non-D&D system, and today's game is a fun indie system called You Awaken in a Strange Place. The system was created by Jacob Andrews, or F-L-O-A-B Comic, on Twitter. Now that we know what we're playing, let's get into who's playing it. Hi, my name is Cheryl, and my pronouns are she, her. I'm a cucumber farmer, I mean PhD candidate, studying ecology at the University of Illinois at Chicago. And when I'm not doing my research, I am a science communicator and the host of The Roving Naturalist on YouTube. Tonight, I will be the game master and running whatever story it is they all decide we're going to be playing. Stay tuned. We have some regular Nature Check cast members with us tonight. First up is Peter. Hey, everybody. I'm Peter. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, and I do agricultural entomology, so I study crop pests and how to grow horticultural crops good in North Carolina, and when I'm not getting paid to play with insects, I play with insects and cameras and do a lot of insect photography, so uh, find me on social media if you like bug pictures. <laughs> awesome. Uh, then there's Cindy. Hi, I'm Cindy, she, her. I'm a science enthusiast, and normally I'm over on the Arda game playing Natia, the Water Method Druid, but today we're doing this instead. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? Ah, oh, I gotta get my... Uh, I told you, my usual script doesn't work right? today. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, and there's Sarah. Hi, everybody. I'm Sarah, uh, she, her. I'm a PhD candidate, hopefully hopefully finishing soon. I study lizard ecology and behavioral physiology. And yeah, sometimes I'm here, sometimes I'm not. <laughs> I'm usually in the I'm usually in the comments. Yeah, if if nothing else, she's harassing us in the chat. But today, chat, you can harass her. It's fine. Uh, or boosting. I boost the characters that, in chat. True. You can you do, boost us. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and we are very excited to have a special guest with us tonight. That's Andrew. It's a different Andrew. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't know there was another Andrew. <laughs> so yes, I'm apparently the different Andrew, him, his. Better, better. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> so I used to be a physicist many, many years ago. I'm now an academic administrator and professor at Arizona State University, where while I'm not trying to corral students, I study the future and I write books about it as well. Books which are awesome. At least they would be if anybody actually bought them. Back to you, Cheryl. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like the chaos is already strong. It's a good sign. Oh, no, that was that was the best book plug I've ever. I heard. mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so now I guess it's time for us to awaken in a strange place. So. 
this is one of those like really short. It's not quite as short as the cow one shot we did because that was literally just one page long. This one's like three. But basically, the four of you are now going to roll your two d6s. Alright, I see six, eight, four, three. Okay, so Sarah, with an eight, you are going to silently think of a genre. Um, the middle rolls were a six and a five. Okay, so uh, Andrew, you are going to silently think of an adjective. And Cindy, you are going to silently think of a location. So I'll give you folks a moment to think of those things. And then I'll get ready to write them down and we'll see what we get. <laughs> so Sarah is thinking of a genre. Andrew is thinking of an adjective. Cindy is thinking of a location. Peter gets to hang out. The pressure is off. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, the pressure is on. You better pick a good one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Is anybody not ready? I, I don't see any I don't see anybody volunteering that they're not ready. Okay, Sarah, your genre, please. Uh, does Wild West count? Sure, Wild West. Ironically, that is exactly the genre that is mentioned in the tutorial. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, your adjective. Oh goodness me! I I went with mind blowing. Mind blowing. Ooh. Awesome. I like where this is going. Cindy, your location. <laughs> A mountaintop. A mountaintop. Okay. Alrighty. So we have a world that is a uh, mind-blowing Wild West scenario world. Um, and the location where the uh, action will be taking place is a mountaintop. Um, so now in turn order, so Sarah, Andrew, Peter, Cindy, you will each make one statement about the world. So this is a sentence, a statement about the world that helps us understand more about how the world works, what things exist in the world, that sort of thing. And once you say it, it is now canon. <laughs> Sarah's like, so much pressure going first. <laughs> There's a lot of so pressure So you get going. to roll in good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Rollo. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um... We are, hmm, I don't know. It is a place that is diverse. Okay. We're ecologists, so let's the go world with it's a diverse land. is diverse. Love that. Um, Andrew, a statement about the world. It is a world that is powered through an innovative technology that uses cactus juice. I love that. It's the quenchiest. Brought to you by TM 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 TM. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, Peter. A statement about the world. <laughs> there are no horses in this Wild West world. Oh my God. Okay. Everyone rides birds. Like, like on the ground, birds in the air, birds both. That's my statement. Okay. <laughs> Everyone rides birds. Okay, that made me think of the cowboy riding an ostrich from that really, really, really old. Um, it's not claymation, but like animated Christmas movie. Anyway, uh, Cindy, a statement about the world. Uh, they are absolutely flying birds. 
uh, and that's partly because it's an extremely mountainous terrain. It's hard to get places on foot. Okay. Definitely. Wow, I can't spell anymore. That's awesome. Definitely <laughs> flying birds. Mountainous terrain is difficult to walk on. Ooh, I like that. It goes well with the like diverse ecology because you can have little like mountain <gasps> yes, islands. Yes, little pockets. Uh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, we can talk about um, diversification through geographic separation. Mm -hmm. That's definitely, definitely a cool topic. Absolutely. All right. Sorry, I'm writing as fast as I can. Okay, because uh, I have to remember all of these things. Okay. So now it says, we work together and use these facts to form a more complete picture of the world. So we have, it is diverse. They use, uh, you all use innovative technology that is powered via cactus juice. Um, so that implies that there are cacti growing on these mountains. Um, there are no horses, uh, either because there just aren't any or because it's not worth trying to use them around here. Um, you could decide which one of those is true. Um, so instead everyone rides birds and they are primarily flying birds because the mountainous terrain is difficult to cross on foot. Um, so is there anything that someone would like to add to this world to make it a little more three-dimensional or connect some of those ideas together? Yes, Peter. <laughs> I have something unless anybody else wants to go first. You don't have to raise your hand. <laughs> I didn't want to speak over anybody. Go for uh, it. So I building off this idea of the islands is like uh kind of isolated mm -hmm. maybe we make it like a flooded world where they're just kind of like mountain islands like not necessarily like water world but like mm -hmm. maybe like a couple of notches below that where there's just like a lot of flooded areas so it can be hard to like pass from so one to the other so you're saying that there's like 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 there's quite a bit of slope on the mountains but just there isn't like flatlands in between or all of the valleys in right. between the mountains are filled with water yeah, that's okay. kind of what I was thinking. Could it be almost like a fluctuating flood? Ooh. So like a monsoon's coming through? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking island? that. Like there's a monsoon season when it's completely impassable and then there's a dry season. Yeah, so my research like is that. in Arizona and we work, we work in the Sky Islands and that's exactly what I thought right. of. <laughs> nice, nice. I like it. I like it too. Sky Islands. Yeehaw. Um, <clears throat> this is a Wild West world. Um yeah. Does anybody have thoughts on what kind of technologies would be cactus juice powered? Or anything about the civilization that lives on these sky islands? Well, I guess you've got to start with those birds. Mm. Um, I So big question is, um, what powers the birds? Or actually, how do the birds fit into the ecosystem? Are they part of the cactus juice scene? Or is this something in, in addition to the birds? Mm. And, you know, you could imagine that, that actually this is a whole ecosystem that has built up around... Uh, uh, a bird cactus synergy, but there are other technologies that actually further build on that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Like this cactuses produce this like super molecule that's super energy dense that allows right. for yes. like all kinds of like birds carrying heavy weights and mm. uh but also you could like concentrate it down and turn it into like super fuel or something like that so yep. does that mean these birds are maybe um a variant of a passerine or a songbird or maybe a variant of a hummingbird or are we thinking more like bird of prey like the owls that live in the big cactus um stalks i guess i like the hummingbird idea 
Because so I would speak yeah, into yeah. speaking as a physicist, I am so far out of my domain. <laughs> no but, but if you could superpower a hummingbird, yeah. how big like could they giant get? Giant hummingbirds. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. 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 And it makes sense because, like, hummingbirds are often pollinators of lots of different different kinds of flowers, including, I think, right. at least some cacti. So, yeah, if they are consuming this super powerful, awesome cactus molecule, um, then, yeah, you would get a really giant, um, highly efficient variant of a hummingbird. I imagine okay. they sound like jumbo jets now because, like, they're so <laughs> big. <laughs> We're all just, like totally tinnitus like can't do hear they... anything like... do they still squeak though oh i hope so what would that call sound like <laughs> right. really deep would it be like a big old honk <laughs> <laughs> just taking all the magic out of hummingbirds yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like I... the best thing about them they make this little squeaky noise mm -hmm. and they're so cute okay but have you ever seen a hummingbird like attack another hummingbird yeah. because their beaks are like swords they so fence. now i'm thinking like you fly a hu giant hummingbird into somebody and they <laughs> die well <laughs> this is a wild west world so duels would be a thing so what if you mm -hmm. do mounted dueling yeah, it's like, like jousting like but jousting but, but your mount is also your weapon <laughs> oh that is so grim so dark <laughs> <laughs> okay um this is definitely mind blowing. I feel like we're living up to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I really appreciate can't spell that. Anymore. A... My God. Um... <laughs> so okay, okay, okay. So those are the mounts, right? So I, I established no horses. Are we cattle drivers? Are oh. we like? Are there? Is there like another bird species that we like farm for? Or are you so mining? Or yeah. Yeah. So so if there is another species with the the water levels going up and down, it would be have to be something that could manage that. Oh, okay. You thinking like giant ducks or something like that? <laughs> I don't know. It it would either have to be comfortable on land and water or be fully amphibious. I would imagine. I'm just gonna say I don't want to live in a world with giant geese. No, like puffins. Not, we're not, not doing that tonight. That's fair. Okay, let's scrap that the geese. Extremely fair. <laughs> what about like puffins? Ooh. Well, we're. I love this. We're taking the two cutest birds and making them into monsters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to figure out how to put these into Arda now. Um, yeah. Okay, so they're like giant puffins that you ranch. Yeah, puffin oh, yeah. farming. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> puffin farming. Okay. Awesome. Love it. Um, all right. So I like where we've gone with this world so far. Um, we can always come back and fill in details later. The game allows for that. But I think what we've got so far is really nice. So we have <clears throat> a mind-blowing Wild West world that is highly biologically diverse. Um, the cacti that grow on the mountains in this world have some sort of super powerful molecule in their juices and nectars that winds up powering a lot of your society, including the giant hummingbirds that everyone rides while they ranch or farm puffins. Um... <laughs> awesome. Okay. <laughs> so now I will ask you all to roll your 2d6 again. And whoever is the highest will be the first victim. Four. Sarah's like, I'm not going first this time. Seven. Six. Seven. Uh-oh. Uh, Andrew and Peter, roll again. Roll off. Roll off. Uh, two or one? Out of two. Yeah. And 
nine I... and a five. Okay, Andrew, you are going first. If you'd like to not go first, you can certainly pass. Um, but what you are going to do... I, I like the way you gave me no opportunity to interject there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm going, to, I'm going to explain you what you have to do, and right. then you can decide whether or not to pass. <laughs> um, okay, so you are going to um, describe and name your character, and then you will make up four uh, skill verbs that uh, go with your character and you will assign them and everybody's going to do this so y'all can listen too. So you get four skill verbs, one that you will assign a plus two to, so that's something you're really good at. One gets a plus one, so that's something you're pretty good at. One gets a minus one, so you're not great at it. And one gets a minus two, so you really stink at it. Okay, um, and so you can sort of build those um, verbs, uh, those skill verbs to make sense with the character that you're describing. Okay, great. So name, what came after name? There was name Name and, and a description. So, you know, description. who is your character? What do they okay. do? Okay, okay. Um, so, if you want it right now. Go for it. <laughs> um, the character is called Nilo, N-E-L-O. They are a rancher. So they own a ranch where they ranch puffins. And that's pretty much it. Their, their day is spent um, basically looking after puffins, rearing them, selling them, breeding them, everything to do with puffins. Skills. Mm -hmm. Number two, plus two skill, puffin whisperer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Plus one, flautist. I'm sorry, what was that? Or flautist, flautist if you're American. Yes, yes. yes they play the flute. <laughs> we appreciate the translation. Right. <laughs> Minus one. I struggle a little bit with the imagination. I'm really good when it comes to puffins, but really find it hard to imagine anything that is not puffin related. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and minus two. I'm great at flying um, the, the hummingbirds. Um, I'm not really good on my feet. I run out of breath really fast. So uh, would you call that like stamina or? Stamina, okay. yeah, let's do stamina. Cool. Alrighty. Um, so now that y'all understand, that was an amazing example. Thank you so much. <laughs> Love Nilo. They are a super cool rancher. Um, so what each of you all are going to do in your order next is do the same thing, but you're going to come up with four different skills. And so basically, once we've assembled this entire skill pool, you all will have the skills that you assigned yourselves, and you will also be able to use the skills anybody else listed. And if it's not something that you assigned a plus two, plus one, minus one, or minus two to your character for, you just have a plus zero to any of those other skills. Um, so I think, Peter, you were next in the roll order. Can I get... Um... <clears throat> Before I do my character, can I just get? I would. I'd like to write down everybody else's skills. Oh, yeah. Um. So we uh, have so... puff and whispering, flute playing, um, imagining, and like stamina. Or uh, yeah, imagination and stamina. Awesome. So, um, my character's name is Ruby, and she is head of security for Nilo's Ranch. She has been five-time winner of the. Uh, hummingbird jousting local competition <laughs> and that is her plus two skill 
Okay, so um, hummingbird jousting is your plus two. Hummingbird jousting, okay. yes. And she is well liked by everybody in town and uh, is, as head of security, is very well experienced in diffusing tense situations with ruffians on the ranch. So her plus one skill is diplomacy. Okay. Um, minus one skill is um, cooking. She's not very good at cooking. <laughs> Every time she tries to cook puffin, it turns out real dry. And um, her minus two skill, she's uh, she's real she's real tone deaf and cannot carry a beat. So Nilo plays the flute and she pretends that she likes it, but she really can't tell good music from bad all right so i'll call that like uh like musical ear yeah okay awesome um and then cindy what did you rolled what did, what did you roll i rolled a six so okay, yeah so i think it's your next um oh man i didn't come up with a name uh wow my brain just went away <laughs> um uh harry short for harriet love it She's a handy person. Okay. Just all around, just uh, just there if you need things. Her plus two is fix. Oh, what was Peter? What were yours, real quick? Jousting, diplomacy, cooking, and my musical plus ear two. is bad. Plus two. And you said fix was your plus two. Yeah. So fix is my plus two. I really appreciate um, that. <laughs> I have a type. I, yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I, I just I put like, in the chat that Cindy, Cindy just created another engineer. Like, yeah. I'm playing to something that I can actually kind of do. Your well runs dry. You just reverse the polarity. Boom. Yeah, <laughs> Good to go. Oh, there you go. Um, you know what? The plus one is going to be swim. Ooh. Okay. Uh, her minus one is dealing with animals because let's be honest, uh, not too great. And uh, minus two is grace, which is not just sort of clumsiness, but just sort of generally not making a, not making a fool of myself. Oh yeah, both physical and social grace. Okay. <laughs> we tolerate you on the farm because you're real handy to have around. But mm -hmm. boy, is it awkward. I stay away from the animals. It's not a good idea. I, I foresee Ru Ruby saying, "Bless your heart" in the near future. <laughs> One thousand percent. <laughs> I, I could pretty much guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> and Sarah. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Let's go with Max or Maxine. Uh, she is a navigator and cartographer. Ooh. We got lots of mountains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cartography is just circle. Circle over here, another circle over here. <laughs> Lots of sea monsters. Circle that way. In yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, navigation has got to be plus, plus two. Okay. And then uh, because I travel quite a lot, I'm very good at speaking with others and um, trying to. Uh, translate things for people um so just kind of can i just be charismatic uh sure stuck in 5e for so long <laughs> uh, <laughs> but i am let's see uh max likes to explore but is not great at 
you know, not really good at any of the other means of transportation. So as far as, so we have hummingbird jousting, but flying, I, I, I shouldn't be flying things. Okay. Take away your driver's license. Right, we'll put you in a sidecar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Basket. I have people oh, yeah. for that. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I have, I have help, you know, help for that. Um, so that's your minus one, right? That is my minus one. And I'm also terrible at um, remembering things on my own. So uh, just memory. I have to write everything down. Otherwise, it's it's gone. Very relatable. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. So... Love it. Love it. <laughs> no, all, all of these characters are awesome. Um, so we have Nilo, the Puffin Rancher, Ruby, the head of ranch security, Harry, the handy person on the ranch, uh, Max, a navigator and cartographer. And the skills we have so far are Puffin Whispering, Flute Playing, Imagination, Stamina, Hummingbird Jousting, Diplomacy, Cooking, uh, musical ear, fixing, swimming, animal handling, grace, navigation, charisma, flying, and memory. And I think those are pretty awesome. Um, I think the only one I'm going to add, because it really helps to have this as a skill in a game, is perception. Um, I think that's the only like really vital thing that we don't have right now. So again, if... Um, if a skill was listed by another player or it's the perception skill that I just listed, um, you just have a plus zero to it. Okay, so that, those are the mechanics for the game. We just made them up. Woo! Do, do, do. Um, so all of those skills are the only skills that you are allowed to roll in the game. So anytime you want to do something, you have to make an argument for what skill it falls under. <laughs> The other thing that you all need to know is how rolling works. So this is a 2d6 uh, game, which means that when you roll, um, you add the results of your two dice together and the results plus whatever skill modifier you might have lets you know how you did. So if you get a six or lower on your roll, that is a full failure and something bad happens or you don't get what you wanted. On a seven, eight, or nine, that is a mixed success or a bargaining success. So you might get what you want all the way or partially, but there might be a cost or like something might go wrong or there's some sort of complication that comes along with it. Or you have to lose something in order to get what you wanted. Um, a 10, 11, or 12 or higher, because I guess you could roll 12 and then also have a plus two. So for up to a 14 is a total success. So you get what you want. At any point during the game, you are allowed to make a new statement about the world. But if you make a new statement about the world, you will now have to roll uh, your 2d6 with no modifier to figure out whether or not that statement about the world is in fact true. Um, and it follows the same rolling rules. You might want to search for useful items in the world so your characters can start with whatever equipment would make sense for them to have on their person. Um, but if you want to find anything else to use in the world, you can search for useful items called resources. And basically on a success, you get two resources. On a mixed success, you get one resource. And on a failure, you get nothing. And you can just say, I have X number of resources. And then when you want to use one of them, you can say, one of my resources was a blah 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 and it will be useful to you. So you can just make up having rope on the spot if you don't have it. I was going to say I had rope. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, um, oh, yeah, there's one other thing, um, Mechanicon here. Um, anytime you roll a six or lower as a failure, um, mark a tally on your paper. So each one of those tallies represents a bonus plus one that you could apply to any future roll. Um, and you can apply up to a maximum of two of those for any single roll. So basically, your present failures can lead you to future successes, almost like you learn from your mistakes, which I think is a really cool mechanic. Beautiful. I like it a lot. Alrighty, so I am taking half a second to think about things um y'all can talk amongst yourselves for a moment if you want um the other andrew is in the chat <laughs> <laughs> so sorry i didn't hear any of that um my microphone did something weird um well i was just saying the other andrew's troublemaker you know how he do <laughs> there might be a little lingering um <laughs> resentment happening here um and Andrew, I can tell you've got Star Trek and Hitchhiker's Guide behind you, Rubik's Cubes. What am I missing? What are you missing? Um, Feynman Lectures, Ian M. Banks books, Terry Pratchett books, um, Crocheting Adventures with Hyperbolic Planes. <laughs> Whoa. I love that. Or something very similar. I was going to say, that sounds like a Cindy thing. Yeah. No, that, that super is. It's great because that basically way, yes. you add, if you, you do extra stitches around it and it forces it into, because basically the, the plane is broader than the space it can go in and that's how you get yep. those ruffles. So is that how you made your mushroom Exactly thing? there. Yes. 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 I love oh, do that. I have show, the, show oh, the mushroom Cindy. scarf is. <laughs> go get it. It's over there somewhere. <laughs> But what is that, Cindy, in front of you? Oh, this is my dice bag. But oh, I wanted to lovely. make it look yes. sort of... Yes, you've got the hyperbolic I, I did it for Nadia because yeah. she's a water method, so I wanted to make it look a little bit like sort of seaweedy. So yep. the the ruffle at the top didn't t go especially well on this one. But it, it's, it's actually one of my favorite things. Oh, actually, that also works on these tentacles. That's why they spiral. Oh, yep. <laughs> cool. Oh, and also on Sarah's dice bag. There we are. Tentacles. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, those those color contrasts between the purple and the orange, like, mm -hmm. real good. Very bold. Yeah. Yes, thank you. But yeah, Cindy referenced the um, the scarf that she made, which is really cool. It's like uh, inspired by a shelf fungus that was really, well, not a shelf fungus, but a cool fungus that also had similar <laughs> orange colors hmm. like that. Yeah, it's really nice. So do you crochet, Andrew? Actually, I do. Not very well. Um, <laughs> I, I retook it up. Um, during interminably boring Zoom meetings. <laughs> <laughs> Very appropriate. Very appropriate. Mm -hmm. The nice thing about crocheting is if you just have basically the, like, the one basic stitch, you can do so much you with can. it because yes. it's very good for construction. Mm -hmm. It is. And, and doubly good with the hyperbolic planes because basically you're introducing errors. So <laughs> you don't have to concentrate too hard. That appeals to me very much. Yeah, I've, <laughs> my my, I've only ever done scarves, and they 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 mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. a variable width. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. you just intentionally do that. That's the whole mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, that's very much my style. All right, are y'all ready? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, as we say, you awaken in a strange place. All four of you are coming to consciousness on the ground. There are rocks 
under your body, however it fell, there are little scrubby plants and maybe even some cactus spines um, poking you. You just sort of were flung to the ground and you didn't immediately realize why and you blacked out so quickly you couldn't figure out what was going on. But as you come to, you realize there is quite a commotion happening on the ranch. There are giant shapes moving all over and lots and lots of noise, both um, sounds of the puffins. They seem to be... Uh, like alarm calls or, you know, distress calls, and also some other calls that are a little less familiar to you, um, although you may have heard them before or worried about hearing them. Um, you can see very large bird shapes that are not your puffins moving around in the ranch. And now you can begin your action. <laughs> Everyone's like, uh. Uh. <laughs> Well, Ruby is going to, she's had a security. Any kind of commotion is, is her responsibility. So she's going to leap up and immediately kind of look around, assess the situation, and see if she can look for um, one of her mounts. Okay. Uh, um, so what skill would you like to use? I guess perception. Okay. Give me a roll. Oh, that's a seven. A seven. Okay, so um, you see your uh, favorite hummingbird is in the corral, um, and it's not too far from you, but in between you and the corral is this incredibly large bird. Um, it is... Sorry. <laughs> Googling quickly. Um, <laughs> it has long um, legs with sort of bumpy, knobby knees in the middle, um, a white breast up through the neck and a white head with a big yellow bill with a red spot on the end of it and dark grayish black feathers on its wings and all down its back. And these things, there are multiple of them and they are just sort of tearing the ranch apart. You can see or hear they appear to be messing with the puffins specifically, um, but there's one of these monsters in between you and your hummingbird in the corral. I mean, <clears throat> I am want to, uh, I want to try and, I guess, dodge around it. I'm no good. I'm no good on my feet. So um, <laughs> I, I feel like, um, yeah, I, I want to try and get to my mountain as fast as possible. So, yeah, I guess I want to try and sprint and run around it. Okay. Um, let's see. What skill would be best for I'm that? I was thinking grace. I'm just relying sure. on the skills yeah. that I'm not good at. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> to Grace start things good. off. Ooh, again, a seven. A seven. Okay, um, so you manage to make your way around it. Um, when you get to the um, corral, though, like you sort of stumble into the, um, the wood fence, um, and it takes you a moment to sort of reorganize yourself. Um, in the meantime, what are the three of you doing? How big are these guys compared to, like, the puffins and the hummingbirds? Bigger. Like, a lot bigger? Yeah. <laughs> they are really scary. <laughs> They're very, very big. Because, like, if you're thinking about it, like, the pu uh, the hummingbirds are big enough for you, a person, to ride. And the hummingbirds are, or, uh, sorry, and the puffins are probably about the same size because ranching is usually, you know, the cows and horses are about the same size. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, these these birds are quite a bit bigger than the ones that belong on the ranch. If I look around me immediately, 
is there anything sort of large and metal with which I might make a loud sound? <laughs> um, what skill would you like to use? Are you perceiving? Uh, sure. Let's okay. call that perception. That's four. Four, a failure. You do not. And in fact, you've just sort of like sat up and are looking around and one of these birds comes real close to you and it's not uh, actively attacking you. It's just sort of wrecking general havoc and you get whacked by its tail and knocked back onto the ground. Great. Anybody else? <laughs> Don't forget to mark down that failure. as a. So. Yeah. I did. So, <laughs> so I'm just coming round and I'm really woozy and confused. Um, there's just utter mayhem around, but I see these huge birds. And the first thing I think of is they're clearly not puffins. They're just ginormous compared to puffins. But do they behave like puffins? Can I somehow use my puffin whispering skills to calm them? Ooh. The trouble is I can't just do it. I, I need my stuff to do this. Um, and one of the things I usually use is is my flute. I mean, this is how I became a, a puffin wrangler. Um, I play my flute, flute and it, it calms them. But I've got nothing on me at the moment. Mm. I just, everything seems to have gone to pot. So how would you like to um, approach solving this problem? So um, I would like, I, I mean, I need a flute. Um, mm. So I've got... A, couple of choices either i can find a flute or else i can use my imagination to see what i can use as a substitute i'm not very good on the imagination so um <laughs> can i can i can i look around to see whether i've dropped my flute around me yeah. is that allowable yeah you can use um the perception skill so again that'll okay. be a plus zero so just a straight roll okay right okay see this is why i added perception because everybody yeah, wants very to glad you did. yes <laughs> Okay, six. Six. Okay, that is a failure. Um, you do not see your flute anywhere around. So either you didn't have it in your pocket when you got knocked unconscious by this commotion, or um, it fell out of your pockets and is somewhere where you can't find it. But you do not have it with you right now. I have a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Max is gonna is waking up uh, and seeing Ruby running. I'm going to try to follow Ruby. Okay. Because that's my safest bet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so you're going to dodge between the big birds as well to try to get to the paddock? Okay. Yes. Uh, yes I, I believe that was a grace roll was how we did that. Right. For being dexy. Uh, that is an eight. An eight. Okay. Yeah. So you also have a mixed success. So you run between the birds um, after watching uh, Harry get smacked in the face with the tail of one of these things. You sort of <laughs> are very mindful of that as you scoot your way around. Um, and you also sort of like um, Ruby did, uh, you sort of smack your knee real hard on the paddock fence as you get up on it. So your knee is a little sore now, but um, otherwise you're okay. Also worth noting at this juncture, you each have 10 hit points. I forgot to say that when I was reading the rules earlier. <laughs> so having hit my knee, do I take a point of damage? No, or... I, neither oh, of you okay. took damage from that. It's just ouchy. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> ouchy. I mean. <laughs> Works for me. Mm-hmm. 
So am I up over the fence or am I just at the fence? You and then Max comes up breathlessly next to you. You are on the right. outside of the fence and your hummingbird is inside the paddock. Um, and then we have what uh, Harry is back on the ground. Nilo is sitting up looking for their flute. So that is the current uh, sitch. Okay. I want to see if I can. How tall is this fence? I mean, it's pretty, pretty tall. It's probably comparable to like an IRL paddock fence so like if you wanted to climb over it you probably could like it's not okay. like 10 feet tall or whatever <laughs> does it have a net at the top I'm just imagining <laughs> the fence that would keep a bird <laughs> I just just kind of occurred to me uh depends on how well trained your hummingbirds are how well are the hummingbirds on this ranch trained oh Ruby's Ruby's hummingbirds are trained by the best yeah roll me 2d6 and we'll see if that's true it's a six it's a six okay there is in fact a net <laughs> so in that case okay. yes this paddock fence is probably like 15 20 feet high and there's a net over the top of it uh well dang um well i think if anything that just really speaks to ruby's skill that she's able to win competitions with badly trained birds <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right, can I, all right, Max, grab one of those boards on the fence and we'll try and pry it off. Does that sound good? I mean, that sounds good. Is there not a door? <laughs> Maybe there is a door. I don't know. I'm not the navigator. <laughs> Maybe I, I don't know where the door is. Should we try to find the door? That's a, that's a good idea. I like that. He's smart. Uh, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, where's how, the door? At? That's how she keeps everything so secure. There's no gate. <laughs> you just built the paddock around the hummingbirds. Yeah. yeah. Can't get it. You can't get in. They can't get out. See? Mm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, Max, are you trying to solve this? <laughs> I'm going to look for a door. Okay. Well... I got a six. Mm, mm -hmm. Are you navigating us to a door? I'm navigating us to a not. Yeah. A not Wait. So door. that was with your navigation. That's with navigation. And so, oh, no. so you rolled a four plus two. I rolled a four plus two. Oh no. Um. Okay. So you start going. You know how like. Uh, presuming that it's a square, um, if you were, you know, here and maybe the gate was on this side, you went the long way around. And as you went the long way around, you are stopped by uh, a pair of these very, very big birds. Um, and they are looking right at you like they are interested in doing something with or to you. Um, Ruby, did you follow Max? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. yeah. So the two, it's the two of you versus these two very big birds. How are Harry and Nilo doing? Seeing those two trying to actually get somewhere and the big birds looking at them. Uh, so we're just out like in the open, right? Yeah, you were basically like in the in the yard of the ranch, right? So like maybe sort of in between like the house and the hummingbird paddock and like the barn, presuming that you put What is the in next barn. closest structure besides the paddock? Hmm, uh, probably the farmhouse. Okay. I'm gonna just get up and run for the farmhouse, but okay. make a lot of noise while I do it, just shouting. Just just being an idiot trying to get their attention. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what skill are you using to do that? 
<laughs> Your lack of grace? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Man, because there's uh, that animal handling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember when Cedric tried to sing to handle animals? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Sure. Why, Ruby let's has do, no let's, magical ear. Let's do or my... Let's do my minus one handle animal. Okay. Animal handling? <laughs> yep, it's one of those kind of nights. <laughs> yep. That's, it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's a five. A five. Okay. <laughs> um, so you go uh, running and waving your arms and acting the fool, and uh, one of these big birds steps right in front of you, and you sort of like have to skid to a stop as it's also looking down at you like you're about to be lunch. T P K T. Yeah, Andrew, pull us out of this. <laughs> so I am. I am. Points, right? I am watching everything going to pot here, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking I've gotta do something um i've gotta take a risk i'm not really very good at working my way out of these um problems but i'm gonna have to engage my imagination Mm. so if i haven't got a flute what else can i do and i get a six you got a six uh yeah no you're just completely stymied sitting there trying to um think of a solution to this problem and this time I'd like you to tell me how do you fail or what is the what is the consequence of you not being able to think of a solution well the one of the first consequences is that um Ruby Harry and Max actually all three of you are now being threatened by these birds the birds begin to get more aggressive and actually they start corralling you <laughs> uh, <laughs> So oh, the, the tables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so both of you Birds have ranch two failures you. now, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. So now you can use you can add a one or a two mm-hmm. to any of your future rolls because you've got two failures mm-hmm. now. So correct. So you can use that to get us out of this situation. Useful <laughs> today. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh wow, Max. <laughs> what do we? What do we do? You've got the security stuff. Um, sure. I've got this rope here. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, what else do I have? Like, I like pat my like pockets and things like that to see if I have. Do I have a like a gun or something like that? Um, if that's something that you as the security person would carry, then yeah. And I feel like maybe like a cattle prod or something like that. Like maybe Often not prod. a gun. Yeah. <laughs> maybe like a stun, the cactus juice powered stun gun. Ooh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That maybe sprays like a. Like a pepper spray. Yeah. Like a pepper spray. Yeah. Does pepper spray but work on birds? It doesn't, but it's a cactus mm-hmm. pepper spray. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's not capsaicin. It's cap- cactus juice. Spray. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, something something that doesn't affect mammals. It only it's like reverse capsaicin. Oh, interesting. Okay, all right. That cool? Sure. Okay, I want to try and spray it at my at the birds. Okay. <laughs> um, gosh, do we have like a? There's animal handling. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody made any like combat-y type. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I think uh, animal handling is probably your best bet. But that's what this tool is for, right? You're saying that this is a, 
a la cattle prod type thing for yeah okay yeah, yeah. i mean it's specifically for troublesome puffins mm -hmm. so it may not work on these big birds but um i'm hoping oh one of my dice went off the table Ooh, that's a big old three a yeah, big old three um so <laughs> you pull out your cactus juice powered whatever this thing is and aim it super confidently because max is like help and you press the button and nothing happens and you look down and realize it is quite literally out of juice Ah. <laughs> just remembered i used this yesterday uh and i forgot to get a new cartridge ruby how <laughs> what uh, i'm sorry i forgot it was <laughs> it was a big night last night i, I was distracted we... i thought we reminded you yeah, well, you did, but then when I was going back to the supply house, I ran into, um, I like a really cool bug, and I looked at it for a while, <laughs> and then I, I forgot. It's, it's okay, Ruby. Yeah, well. That's a, that's a good reason. Thanks. I appreciate that. I mean, especially considering we're about to be eaten. I'm glad we're not going to go with any <laughs> animosity between us. Any entomology between us? Entom that was awesome. That's <laughs> a Freudian slip right there, I guess. <laughs> All right. Um, what are what are you going to do? Um, I'll let you two try one more thing before the burbs start, you know, doing things at you. Uh, uh, they've got, I mean, they've got long legs and knobbly knees. Can I, can I try to hit them in the knee? I just got hit in the knee, so I kind of want to hit something else in the knee. Okay. Um, <laughs> what skill would you like to use? Uh, can I be creative in this? Do we have a creative? Or imagination? Oh, yeah, I suppose imagination. You're being imaginative in your way of fighting them. Sure. <laughs> All right. At least it's a zero, so. Ooh, ooh. Uh. That's a nine. A nine. Okay. Um. So you go up, and like you know, like the uh, like a bar arm hit this thing in the knee, <laughs> and it was definitely not expecting that. Um. So it definitely crumples. Um. You kind of get a little squashed under it as it falls, but you did in fact knock it over. Well, one problem down. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> that that's a good idea. I want to like. Now that I've seen Max do that, I want to uh, take my rope and tie and try and like do it around the other bird's legs like a at at. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> um, what are you using to do that? I'm gonna like t toss the rope to Max and then just start running around this uh, bird. Sorry, I meant what skill are you using? Oh, mm. <laughs> Grace. Okay. Because I'm gonna be like ducking and weaving in between all these bird legs sounds good and i got to get the rope to max and max is still kind of stuck under that one bird right that's a seven a seven okay um so similarly you managed to take the bird down but you are both now sort of like half trapped under the birds but they're not threatening you anymore you're just sort of under them they're very soft these birds are a lot heavier than i thought but they're really soft we should you know consider these <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> Market like... opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I like the entrepreneurial spirit. Oh, Thank so you. Yeah, I mean, the quills would be work really well for writing and just kind of 
thinking? These things are big enough to use as canoe paddles. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Nilo and Harry, um, Harry, you're being harried by a puff or by by a big bird. You're welcome. Um, No, don't even. Um, And Nilo is still. See, as long as someone else hates the pun more than I do, it's funny. (laughs) On the ground. Um, yeah, I have a tool on me, at least one. Mm-hmm. It's heavy. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use that to take a swipe at my bird's knees. I'm feeling ratchet and clank vibes. Um, what are you using? Is this also an imaginative attack? Can I use fix because it's my favorite tool? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Only because it's your favorite tool. That's a seven. Okay. Um, again, lots of mixed successes on taking the burbs down. Um, you whack it, and you are now also trapped under this very heavy, <laughs> but also very soft bird. It's, like, not the worst thing that could be happening right now. <laughs> I'm okay with this. We're all being incubated. Yeah. Nilo, they're not being so about to be this eaten is, anymore. <laughs> this is, well, no, but this is the point that I, I realize that I, what is going on here? Everybody is pinned under these birds and they're sitting there thinking, this is lovely and soft, but they can't get out. We've got to do something. This is not a solution. Um, so I do the only thing I can do. Um, I've got to look at stamina. I'm going to, okay, I'm, I'm going to get up. I'm going to see whether I can push at least one of these birds far enough off of somebody to release them. Um, And I've got to decide whether I'm going to go for Ruby, Harry, or Max. But let's just see whether I can do this. And presumably, I can use my my failure tally to add to this. Okay. So, I have... Yes, I have... (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I have... I have 10, including the uh, the, the failure tally. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's our first unqualified success. Yay. All right, so whose bird are you pushing? I am going to push Ruby's bird out of the way um, okay. to release Ruby um, because I really want Ruby's skills to deal with the rest of the problem. Okay, um, so the bird that was sitting on top of Ruby is um, sort of tethered by the legs to the one that's sitting on top of Max. So it can't, like, leave, but you manage to shove it off, and it makes this very undignified squawk and is now sort of, like, on its back with its legs in the air. And you can see that they're, they're, they're flipper feet, kind of like the puffins, um, but they're paddling furiously in the air because this thing is upside down. Thanks. Stay clear of those flippers. <laughs> Nilo, yeah, they're pretty nasty. You got this? I'm going to go try and free Skylar. I'll be right back. And I'm going to take off running. Skylar for... the hummingbird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the door to the paddock. Okay. Um, so you go off uh, in the right direction this time. <laughs> I was real discombobulated before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, and what are you going to do once you get to the gate of the paddock? Oh, I'm going to, like, throw it open and then uh, run in and try and uh, find Skylar. I assume there's, like, a bunch of hummingbirds in the paddock. Yep. But I'm going to try and get Skylar. Mm-hmm. Um, this feels like yeah. an animal handling moment. Okay, that makes sense. That's an eight. 
An eight. Okay. Um. Yeah. So you, it takes you a minute to find your favorite hummingbird. Um. But you are eventually successful. In the meantime, however, um, what are the three of you doing? So since I'm not very good at flying these birds, I I found other ways to try to um get them to like me. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to animal handle my way out of under this bird. Okay. Try to get under this. <laughs> Give it a little scritch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that is an eight. An eight. Um, okay, so <laughs> you give it a little scritch and you sort of like, maybe it's less of a scritch and more of you just like clawing your way out from under it. <laughs> um, you do get out from under it, but you are pretty tired at this point. Like you've been, like there's been a lot of physical activity in a very short amount of time. So you're feeling a little winded as you get out from under the bird. Ruby, do you have a solution here? Or? Well, she's in the paddock with the hummingbirds. Oh, no. What? I can't hear you over all the little squeaking they make. <laughs> Are you trying to talk to me? I'm trying to find my bird. Never mind. Harry, can you fix this? Harry's still under a bird. I, I'll try, but I can't get it. Hang on. You just got to. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try to scrabble out from under this bird. Okay. Gracefully. So I this think, is your strength. I think I see a solution. Oh. So <laughs> so this so this is my puffin whisperer name coming into play. Okay. And and mm-hmm. realizing that actually you can learn a lot about other birds just from what you know about puffins and watching them. And I've been watching things really closely. And whereas we thought at first these gigantic birds were just attacking us. They were just evil. I'm now beginning to realize there's something odd in their behavior. And if they're anything like puffins, they're looking for food. They're just desperate to be fed. And so I start thinking, well, what would I feed them if I was going to feed puffins? How would I engage my puffin whisperer nature? Can I find something that will entice them away and actually allow us to make friends with them. So this is where I'm going to use my puffin whisperer brain to see whether I can find the food that's going to get them. Okay. And I have a 14. A 14. <laughs> Max roll. Okay, yeah. So if there's one thing you know how to do, Nilo, it's you know how to farm birds. Um, and these birds... I think you realized when you saw the flipper feet, they are also some sort of seabird. And so um, you dive to the nearest um, can where you keep the fish that you feed your puffins on the ranch um, when you're not sort of driving them down towards the waterlogged parts of this world and start sort of like holding up the fish. Handing them fish, yeah. yes. And um, they do seem to be interested in that. Um, and in fact, like... You know, as you've been observing, like, some of your puffins have been roughed up by these birds. It looks like they were trying to eat the puffins, so they're equally interested in the fish, though. So do, does that mean that they actually um, get off Harry? I, the one that's sitting on Harry, does it get off and yeah, come for the food? Yeah, it does. It, it gets okay. off. Um, Harry, you're a little squished, but there's no bird on you anymore. <laughs> right. You can breathe. That's yeah. great. Thanks. <laughs> how's How's Max looking now? I mean, I'm tired. I'm, I'm exhausted. I do not do this much. Okay, I'm I'm still scrabbling over for the house, mm-hmm. uh, just to kind of get undercover and try to get a, a good look at the situation. Okay. Um. Yeah, you were pretty close to the house when all of that happened, so you can I can say you can make it up onto the porch just fine. Okay. Yeah. And can I can I like 
do a perception look around check yeah. are you you're trying to gauge sort of the situation assess, yeah, i'm trying to assess the situation sure thing eight eight okay um so with a mixed success uh yeah how about you tell me how are you sort of mixed in your success of understanding what's going on here let's see because what i'm trying to find out is sort of i guess i'm also trying to figure out what they want which I don't know that that's necessarily going to be something that I'm good at. Um, but maybe also see sort of where they came from and if there's any sign of more coming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess uh, the mixed success is like, maybe I can make out where they came from, but I just can't make heads or tails of what they want. Yeah, so there's definitely a lot of commotion going on, and as you're looking around, you look up, because they're birds, and you can see that there are more coming in from, it looks like the, sort of the nearest valley area where there is water, um, oops, sorry, I just hit my mic, um, (laughs) there are more of them approaching at a distance, they seem to be attracted by the commotion that's happening on the ranch on this mountaintop. Okay, then I'm definitely gonna call out to everyone, like, we got more coming in! (laughs) <laughs> many big burbs that's a big 10-4 <laughs> I, I hear you harry i'll take care of it as soon as i can <laughs> just all the hummers are real riled up right now so it's getting it's getting kind of get kind of dicey in here <laughs> i like that when ruby yells it's still this sort of like soft like <laughs> gentle voice <laughs> <laughs> right yeah so I want to try and get on Skylar. Okay. Yeah. Um, you have gotten to them. He, she, um, you've gotten to your bird and you would like to get on and fly it. I assume. Yes. And then you can use the flying skill. Oh, right. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. That's only a four. <gasps> uh, what happens? Oh man. Like, we try and take off, but I like forgot in my kind of rush to take off the netting over the thing. <gasps> and then I try to like steer us through the gate, but I close the gate because I'm a responsible animal owner. And so like we get kind of hung up in the gate and I feel like Skylar gets all like caught up in it and is like flailing around and I fall off and then Skylar's kind of like flapping around and then then she gets real mad and she starts like taking a like a stab at me and I'm like oh god I should have paid for a better trainer and then and then she kind of like squawks and then flaps off and like flies away to the other side of the uh, um, corral and uh, I gotta I got I guess I gotta have to ride Skylar too. <laughs> my less my less favored mount. Cheryl. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't expecting Ruby would name her mounts the same way like a four year old names their pets. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so you temporarily misnetted your hummingbird, which is cool, but also not what you were trying to do in the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's why I did it, was for the scientific, so that we can tell our audience about n- misnetting. Yes, that's R- exactly Ruby's a big why. fan of misnetting, yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't right. do it unless you're well-trained. 
So Ruby is still having trouble inside the hummingbird paddock. She does not seem to be availing you all of any assistance at the moment. Sorry, guys. I'll be there in just a second. So I'm watching this, making a mental note to fire Ruby. (laughs) 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 But in the meantime, we've got to do something about this. And it means... I've got to get my flute. So I decide to make a dash for the the, the ranch building because I, I know there's something inside. So I'm going to gather up my strength, all my stamina. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also uh, use a grace was what people were using to run before. So you could use that if you don't want to. That you only have a plus zero to instead I of a minus do, two. I do, yeah. <laughs> Let's use grace. I'm yeah. going to run gracefully. <laughs> See what we get. <sighs> Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Fail. So I feel like there's definitely a trip involved somewhere in here. Um, Right. So you were really excited that you got the birds off of your employees for the moment using the fish. And you're like, I still need my flute. So you kind of like drop the fish and go to run. And you like slip on the fish. fish. Face plant into the ground. (laughs) Nose full of dirt. Didn't make any progress. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I've still got that mental note to fire Ruby. I've yeah, got, yeah, I've got to sure. hold on to something. Here. We're both eating dirt, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but you're the boss. <laughs> uh, it's like you oh. okay there, Chief? That looked real rough. <laughs> Watch that net, <laughs> Nilo. How do we get out of here? There's got to be a different way to get out. You have to have alternative means of transportation, right? Yeah, well, actually, I so I haven't quite got to that point yet. I still, I've got my rancher brain, and I'm thinking there's something about these birds, something about their behavior, and there's possibly an opportunity here. So rather than us just abandoning everything, we've got to work out how to corral and and contain these these birds. I have no idea how to do it, but we need to start working together. That's a good point, yeah. Can I look for a place that would kind of a bottleneck them into a spot yes because we should we should have something oh gosh if you could <laughs> if you could find that if you could yeah in financially if you can work with with harry to sort of both find a place where we can corral them and fix it up yeah let's let's my dogs are losing it no it's all right <laughs> <laughs> well let's try to find can we find somewhere I'm not even going to make you roll for that. Somebody in this cast has to know where the choke point on a farm is where you would be able to corral animals. What do you call that? (laughs) I work in horticulture. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Nobody? (laughs) I I lasso lizards? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you would have a livestock shoot. Um, yes, sure. where you could drive okay. them into and then that would send the puffin them into... shoot yeah yeah normally it's a puffin <laughs> shoot um so it might be a bit of a squeeze for these bigger birds but you do in fact have a livestock shoot that goes into uh, a separate netted paddock that you could try to herd these things into i'm gonna try to do that okie dokie um what would you like to <laughs> is that more animal handling you think yeah probably okay do some animal handling. It's not flight. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is... Oh, I've got a plus. That's a seven. 
Okay. So with your mixed success, you scoop up an armful of the fish that Nilo had been using, and you manage to get one of these very large birds to follow you through the chute and into this paddock. And again, the birds are so big that like they, you know, they have to kind of squeeze through the chute, but you can walk back out easily. So you have one of the three that was already on the property here. Um stuck in this corral, but the others that uh, Harry saw approaching are getting close to landing. So get them here. Everybody else. I found a spot. Wait, so we we do want them here? Sorry, I can't see anything from in here. You want, you do want them? <laughs> I mean, ideally, if we could chase them away, but if they're going to be here, containment's better. So here we are. Here we are. They're coming. Why are they coming here? I've got a theory. And I've got a theory that one of the three here is attracting them. I don't know whether it's in heat or what, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure one of them is attracting them. So if we can identify which one that is, get it through the chute, every other one will follow. How do we tell which is the one that's pulling the rest of the birds in? Hmm. <laughs> Well, if it's the one that just went in, then the other two should already be following. Are they doing that? Or no, they're both they're both like tied up, right? Yes, they're tied up. So <laughs> they're tied up. Ruby, that was you again, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. I'm sorry, what? I can't hear anything. <laughs> I'm over here in the hummingbird paddock in case you guys forgot. <laughs> I mean and So the plan I here, guess we Yes. <laughs> Okay, so so actually, there's, there's a straightforward plan here. We've got to untie the birds. We've got to entice them through the chute into the, um, the the corral. And then if the theory is right, the rest of the flock will follow. We don't know which of those two birds is in heat or whatever, so we've got to get everything in there. So thing number one, untie the birds. How are we going to do that? <laughs> I probably have a tool for that. <laughs> So I can run out and start working on one of the birds that's tied up. Okay. You have like a knife or something? Yeah, sure. probably. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so Harry is going to cut the birds free and see what happens. What else? I'm still trying to get on Skylar too. Mm -hmm. How's that going for you? I don't know. Should I roll another animal handling check? Go for it. It's an eight. An eight. Okay, mixed success. Um, so Skylar 2 was a little reluctant to, you know, do what you asked, but eventually you get them uh, saddled up and... Saddled up? I guess. Sure. There are saddles on these things. Um, <laughs> and you have uh, mounted Skylar 2 and are ready to rock and roll. Excellent. In that case, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and fly out through the gate that I opened, that is now open. And then try and assess the situation and see if I can get some advice from the boss man. Okay. <laughs> hey, Ruby, do you think if you had some fish, you could fly through the trap and entice them to follow you? Uh, yeah, I could give it a shot for sure. Yeah. So how uh, about if I try and throw you some fish? I, I'm really <laughs> using my imagination here. I mean, this is this is this is so unlike anything I've ever done before. Mm. Throwing, yeah, that's throw real it. creative. Yeah, throwing stuff is is Ooh, is yeah. Sarcasm. <laughs> no, 
I just try to be encouraging. Yeah. I can't tell it's like, the accent. No, you're you're doing great, boss. I really I think you're you're oh, you're turning over a new cactus pad thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, throw it to me. I'm I'm great at riding these birds, so I can definitely catch stuff in the air while flying these birds. Okay, so am I good to throw on imagination? Sure. Okay. Do it. See whether I can do this. Flying fish. Fingers crossed. They're a little slippery, these fish. Yeah. Hey, I have an eight. An eight. Okay. Um, yeah, so you uh, toss a, more or less just an armful of fish at Ruby on the back of this hummingbird. So some of them don't make it very far into the air. Some of them do land and she's able to catch them. One of them hits her in the face, which feels very gratifying to you in this moment. But, you know, she has some fish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh well, I'm I'm going to try and fly through the chute. Okay. With uh, the fish. And I'm going to hold it up over my head while I do it. Okay. Um Harry, have you uh you were working on uh freeing the two that were tied up, right? Yes. Okay. Um what were you going to try to do that? Uh can I do that with a fix since it's a tool-based thing? Sure, yeah. I guess fixing also counts for destroying in this case, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I was kind of thinking it was... Uh, ten. Ten, okay, yeah. So you um, very easily cut through Ruby's rope, um, and the two large birds, large, very soft birds, are free now, um, and they can... Uh, oh, yeah, so uh, Ruby, you were going to try to lead them through the chute. Okay, um, so you have the fish. How about some more animal handling? Well, I was figuring this was either flying oh, or, or perhaps jousting, since this is really like trying to like thread a needle with my, you know, it's kind of like trying to really steer the bird through like a yeah. narrow hole. Um, I think jousting is more for like using the hummingbird for combat, I guess. Is, <clears throat> is that how you intended it when you said yeah, that? That's, as a, okay. that's, that's probably true. Yeah, yeah. So then I would say flying is probably good. Yeah. Okay. That's a seven. A seven. Okay, mixed success. So uh, one of the two that Harry uh, untied is interested in the fish and follows you through. So now there are two contained. Um, there is the one still by Harry where it just got untied and probably like, you know, five more have landed on the outskirts of the ranch and are making the, their way in to, you know, participate in the commotion. Um. <laughs> oh. And I assume the chute is going into like a structure with a net over the top of it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm now Max in... is still standing there too. Oh yeah, Max is still in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. Wait. So Max is inside the structure with the the two big birds. I'm close to it. I I led the first one in. Okay. Right. Can Can I get back out through the chute? Because I went went in through the chute. Okay. Yeah. yeah I guess I want to fly back out and. I guess pick Max up. I want to. I want to like do like like do that thing where you like stick out an arm and try and like pull Max up behind me. I mean, we've definitely practiced it before. Mm -hmm. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> how about uh, Max? Give me a grace roll, and if you are successful, then that'll give a bonus to Ruby's roll. Uh, that's a nine. Okay. Um, so Ruby, that means you get a plus one, and you are. I think that this is still flying because now you're just okay. fancy flying. Ooh, um, one of my dice fell on the floor. Shall we roll me. it? 
that is a eight with the plus one. Okay, um, so you managed to scoop Max up. Um, what is the cost or complication that comes with this mixed success, though? You can decide um, together or individually. I think I think Ruby wrenches her arm. I think mm. it's like it like hurts. It like almost like pulls her arm out of her socket because she just doesn't do it super great. Mm. So, Enough to lose one of your hit points, do you think? Yeah, or, I think okay. so. All right. Yeah. All right, down um, to nine. Yeah, she's like, oh. Ah! Yeah, that really hurt. We gotta practice that some more later. Yeah, we really should. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. Where where to now? Uh, well, I was gonna try to lasso it in, but since we're flying, uh, should we try to scare it in? Maybe. Uh, sh- sure. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we like buzz down behind it? Oh yeah, sure. Like almost like, like Jalston. I could do that. Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, attack hummingbirds! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. I wanna, I wanna circle around and try and like dive bomb it to drive it in. Okay, the the one that's the, shoot. the one that's by Harry. Yeah, the last of the original three. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, give me a jousting roll. That is a 10. All right, that is a total success. So yeah, you come buzzing down behind this thing and it was not expecting it. Um, And so it just sort of, again, squawks and sort of very ungainly, like half runs, half like flaps its way uh, through the chute and into the covered space with the other two. Uh, And then I think we're going to like dive down and try and like land near Nilo. And, uh, all right, boss man, what's next? Okay. What are the rest of the flock doing? What are the rest of the flock doing? Mm, uh, the, the rest of your flock or the rest of the, the big oh, birds? Oh, the, 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 the incoming birds. <laughs> yes, uh, the incoming birds. Um, so they have noticed the commotion because your puffins are still very uh, uh, unsettled um, because some of them were sort of roughed up by the first group of big birds. So these the newly arrived big birds are now making their way towards the puffin paddock as well. Um, it looks like they're very interested in the puffins. Okay, got to get them away from the puffins. I forget about us for the moment. Puffins are our livelihood. We've got to protect the puffins. <laughs> I need ideas. Uh, hmm. Will we try to scare them away from the flock? Do you think there are enough of us to scare them away? What do we do? Do we, do we scare or do we entice? Mm. Why not both? Okay. So pincer movement actually it's not really a pincer movement it's something like that though so so somebody oh, has to be pulling them away and somebody we want to be... make we want to make the shoot look more enticing than the puffins right we do yes how are we going to do that um... i'm still sitting here thinking if only i could play something <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's it's what i is what i built my reputation on it's what mm-hmm. i built my business on i was only good at one thing and that was puffin whispering and i don't have my flute <laughs> Wait, you need your flute? I need my flute. I need something. I mean, if only somebody could come up with something that would allow me to make a similar sound. I might have something similar in my pack. Oh, yeah? Yeah, let me check. (laughs) (laughs) What what do you think you have in your pack, or are you looking for a resource? Uh, I, I have a harmonica, because I travel a lot and need to keep myself entertained. 
Hmm. We can try that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what you bring all the time on Oregon Trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you just play the round of home on the range and see whether it works. <laughs> okay, so how do we do this? Um, does Does Max need to roll to give me the harmonica, or do I need to roll to play it? Um, I think you can just roll to play it, and we'll see what okay. happens. Okay, so I'm going to play the harmonica and see whether it charms the big birds. Okay, so this is... I'm going to... Can I use my flute playing skills here? We can, we can sort of, we can improvise. Or yeah, you, I mean, yeah, okay, <laughs> okay. I have an eleven. An eleven. That is a total success. Um, they are really intrigued by this music. You're not sure why. Maybe the harmonica sounds like food. Maybe they're just, you know, easily distractible. Maybe they like that it's shiny. You're not sure, but they definitely, all five of them start following you, which you're like, yay! Ah! Oh! Uh, can I just be sort of basically run to the fish and then try to run the fish to the chute just as an added enticement? Sure, uh, running is grace, Harry. (laughs) Yeah, that is. Boy, I sure came up with a good skill. I thought it would be so funny. <laughs> I mean, it is. <laughs> well, what's really funny is uh, three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harry, uh, what happens as you are running to get fish and then running to the shoot? Or do you even make it past getting to the fish? I suspect what happens because there's already been some fish that have been pulled out of whatever the receptacle is. Yeah. Uh, I probably make it to the fish, grab some, go to turn, and just <laughs> wipe out. <laughs> <laughs> so you go skidding a full like twenty feet across the ground and wham into the side of the barn, <clears throat> and are just like uh, <laughs> probably stunned for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point. I am running in front of the flock yeah. of big birds. Um, I'm, I'm alternatively playing the harmonica like my life depended on it. <laughs> and in part yelling out to everybody else, get the fish. <laughs> and I really don't know whether I'm going to be able to make it before they get to me. <laughs> um, how about um, you can also give me a grace roll to see how well you are keeping ahead of the big birds. I could. Okay, let's let's see how things are going. Ah, I have a seven. Okay, uh, mixed success. So you are, you're still ahead of them, but they're really, really close behind you. And you're (laughs) running out of places to run to. (laughs) I need some help here. I need some help. (laughs) I'm going to try to grab some fish too. Okay. Um, Same thing. You can run over to the fish receptacle with Grace. All right. I like the skill you made up, Cindy. (laughs) Uh, that's That's an eight. An eight. Okay, mixed success. Um, so you grab some, maybe not as many as you were hoping for. Hello, pupper. Um, but you do have some fish in your arms now, and you can run back towards your boss. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna run towards the uh, towards the shoot. Okay. Um, and you are. This is the point. This is the point when we suddenly realize there are now two of us in front of these big birds, and they're chasing both of us now. Running toward an enclosure that has three more yeah. inside. Right, right. Who's idea? Great idea. This? It's a great <laughs> idea. It's great. <laughs> this is. Um, I don't know if anybody else here has played Minecraft, but like when you build a paddock and you're trying to get the animals in in the first place without letting the ones that are already in it get out again, like <laughs> that's what I'm picturing. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, Max, if you are trying to um, help Nilo uh, entice the birds into the um, into the paddock, I will let um, I will let you you two decide um, who is assisting whom. Um, so, is one of you one of you is taking point on this operation? I think it's now Max assisting me. Yes, I think so. Okay. So, Max, how about give me an animal handling roll? All right. Uh, that is an eight. An eight. Okay. Um, so, Nilo, you can get a plus one to um, your, what was it? You were using your, your music, your, like your instrument yes, playing. Yes, my, my yeah. flute playing. Yes. Yep. Okay. So, here we go. Eight. Okay. Um, so, mixed success. So exactly what you all just described happens so the five big birds chase the two of you through the chute and into the enclosure and you wind up sort of sandwiched in between the five big birds and the three big birds i'm gonna try to find a means of escape <laughs> but at least they're soft yeah. So basically, we watch all of them go in and no one comes yes. out. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> me, and, me and Harry look at each other like uh... <laughs> Isn't this the point where Ruby thinks, well, that's solved at least two problems simultaneously. (laughs) (laughs) Ruby's ranch now. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. That was so dark. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, So is the paddock just just full? Yeah. (laughs) Just super full of big birds. Yeah. Because, again, these are much bigger than your puffins. So it's Mm -hmm. very full. Can I? Hmm. I can. I can fly my bird in there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Can I fly Skylar two in there and try and like? I would like to basically try and protect Max and Nilo. Nilo, like, try and fly at the birds to kind of spook them off uh, uh, of them a okay. little bit, scare them to the other end of the paddock. That sounds like more jousting. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm mounted. <laughs> oh, um, I'm gonna use my one failure so far to make that a seven. Okay, of a six. <laughs> All right. Um, good call. Yeah, yeah, good call. Uh, so, how is this a mixed success? You are going to manage to scare them away from your two companions, but what doesn't go well for you? I feel like I uh, maybe like I get stuck in there, like mm. they get out and I don't. Mm-hmm. Like they kind of like like I kind of go in a little too far, and then they kind of circle around behind me. That sounds appropriate. Yeah. So the two of you are able to run back out the chute, and you turn around looking for Ruby to follow you, and she's not there. It's just feathers everywhere. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, can, can I quick look around to see if I can find Ruby? Um, yeah, give me a perception. I can't navigate my way. Mm. <laughs> oh, that was a nine anyways, so. Okay, um, yeah, you can, like, you look back down the chute and you can see her sort of in the paddock. You can, like, look between the legs of these big birds and see that she's in there with Skylar, too. But, yeah, they're not making it back out easily. Well, she's she's there. So how do we get how do we get her from there to here? Nilo, Harry, I'm out of ideas. I have a plan. Oh, I oh. have a plan. 
So again, it comes down to puffing, whispering, and understanding how these birds work. And I've got a theory that you can actually calm them down by tickling them under the cheek. (laughs) Under the chin. It works with puffins. works incredibly well with puffins. You just put them into this sort of trance-like state if you just tickle them. Apparently, I'm making this up just in case. (laughs) Please don't try this on a real puffin. (laughs) One of our viewers is like, I lost a finger! (laughs) (laughs) So I have this theory. If it works, we can use this to calm them down and help Ruby out. The question is, will it work? So this is using my puffin whisperer skills and transferring them to these birds. Okay. okay. And we have a seven. Okay. Um, so you uh you make your way back down the shoe, and one of the big birds is on the ground, and you try tickling it under the chin, and it seems to be okay with it. Um, your mixed success, though, is that since most of them are standing, you can't <laughs> reach their chins. <laughs> I'm too short. Yeah. <laughs> what I need is somebody who's riding on the back of a hummingbird <laughs> to get up there. <laughs> okay, uh... I'm going to run back over to the trough and just grab another armful of fish and kind of toss them in towards Max and say, throw them them away from Ruby. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, we're just kind of flying back and forth, like on the far edge of the corral, like trying, just like one, one wing flap ahead of the the, the flock. Um, okay, yeah, let's, uh... (laughs) Can I quick check my pack for any, like, seasoning that might make these fish a little bit more interesting? (laughs) Uh, We have a cooking skill. (laughs) Uh... True. Yeah, it's... Yeah, um, okay, I will say that this is, like, you looking for a resource, so you'll have to... Basically, you're gonna do, like, a, a 2d6 roll, and if you're successful, you would find a resource. All right, just a straight up roll mm-hmm. is an eight. Okay, um, so that means you find one resource and a resource can be whatever you want it to be. So if you would like it to be spices, I guess it can be. <laughs> we do a lot of food on this show every episode. <laughs> Come on, guys. Okay, it's, it's, not, it's not food. It's, it's fishing bait. Oh, mm. <laughs> you were just had that in bait. your pack. Mm. I, do. I mean, we had to get I, these fish somehow, right? I, yeah. <laughs> I adventure and navigate all, all over the place, so I need some some way to get food. Okay. Um, so I'm spicing these up with fishing bait. They, it smells really, really good now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and are you doing as Harry suggested in throwing it sort of to get the gulls? Or, I gave it away. Get the big birds away from the chute. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, animal handling. All right. Uh, that is a seven. Okay. Um, mixed success. So you, uh, yeah, you throw it, and most of the big birds move that way, which clears a you know a pretty good path for Ruby to potentially fly out. But now you and your hands and your clothes stink. Nobody wants to be around you, and yeah. also. You do smell kind of delicious to the big birds. <laughs> I was going to say, you smell good to the birds. Yeah. But it's enough of a distraction for Ruby to get out? Yeah, give me a fly to see if you can make it through the opening that's been opened. Oh, dang it. I really need to better 
rolling surface. Oh no! Oh no! It's only a six. Only a six. Um. So Ruby is so distracted trying to stay away from the big birds that she doesn't notice when the opening happens, and so she sort of winds up getting trapped again in a different part of the paddock. Sad face. You gotta, you gotta tell me when you're gonna try stuff. <laughs> You think you're going to wait? (laughs) (laughs) Can't we just have Ruby as a tax write-off or something? (laughs) I mean, it would save you that severance pay. It would. (laughs) So so remind me, is there anything, is the netting over the top of this corral or is it open? Uh, Yeah, this one also has netting. Okay, okay. So we're running out of options, but if we could somehow, okay, this is pros and cons here. We could cut if we had some way of doing this cut a hole in the netting so ruby could get out but it would have to be small enough so the birds small didn't enough. get out yeah small enough for the hummingbird but too but yeah big enough for the hummingbird small enough that they can't get through yeah but we'd also need to have some way for ruby to do it um ruby when you're doing your hummingbird jousting what are you jousting with uh the beak of the hummingbird you are do you think that beak is sharp enough to cut through that mesh? Can I climb up on the outside? You can Ooh. certainly try. Yes. <laughs> it would be so funny. It would be so funny if I made a character who was clumsy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Love All those. right. Um, yeah, basically, I'm going to try to climb up to, like, where the netting meets the the rest Walls. of the structure yeah. just to try to basically unhook part of it okay that's that's another three like mm-hmm. i have two of the air of the of the bad points but those won't do me any good mm-hmm. so it's still a mm-hmm. three, um, three. Mm-hmm. that goes poorly uh yeah it does um so you how much damage uh you'll just take one but you do tumble down the wall and land on your back on the ground feeling kind of foolish the wind gets knocked out of you yeah there's a noble attempt that just no (laughs) i'm all right why is it always vertical surfaces (laughs) it is it's always and i got no wings this time no Mm. (laughs) Ruby, I guess can, I... can you get off the hummingbird? <laughs> I mean, you're a smaller target if you run. Okay, yep, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fly Skylar too close to the uh, shoot, and I'm gonna jump off and like give her a, give her a smack on the butt so she flies off into the and, and I'm gonna be like, bye, you're a great bird, and I'm gonna jump off. <laughs> <laughs> And then run back out through the chute. <laughs> All right. Um, give me a. Yeah, we'll say that's also a grace roll because you're trying to do cool. Like, Seems fair. Flippy dismounty stuff. Oh no. Oh yes. <laughs> oh gosh. And the rolls this evening have been awesome. That's a five. A five. Do you have anything to make it better? I could make it a six, oh, but that that's wouldn't not help. Nope. Okay. Um. So you you time your dismount wrong. And because it's a shoot, it's got like 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 a, a livestock shoot is basically like a bunch of really large metal bars like horizontally that the animals go between. Um, so you time your dismount wrong, and you sort of catch yourself on these bars and go clang 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 down onto the ground. 
<laughs> so, so do I take more damage? Uh, yeah, we'll have you take one more damage, and you're still inside. Cool. But he's right by the chute. Yeah, she's really she's right by the opening of the chute. She just didn't make it out. <laughs> I'm okay. I stand up and I'm like, you, you like a real pain, like. Uh. And then I'm gonna try and run out if, uh, yeah, okay. uh, run out the chute. Yeah. Uh, give me a stamina roll um, to see if you've still got enough energy after all of that to make it out. Oh my god, that's a four. <laughs> <laughs> So you like sit up to give them the thumbs up and then you just sort of like eyes roll back in your head and you like <laughs> fall over again. <laughs> you might have a that concussion. Fast. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm definitely filing a workers comp for this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so th at this point I've decided we've really got to try and save Ruby. So I'm going to call on my stamina even though it's a little dodgy, okay. and and do a stamina roll here All right, so to see whether I can go in and pull him out, pull her out. Awesome, go for it. Be a hero, the hero we need. Four. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you like, you start kind of like edging your way down the chute, trying not to catch the attention of the birds, and you're sort of like nah, and come back out again. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Are there any cactus juice powered vehicles in, on the ranch? <laughs> uh, I would imagine there are some. Would you like to do a resource roll to see if you can find one nearby? I, I would like to try to see if I can find something. Uh, it's a seven. Okay. Um, yeah. So you can find one singular uh, cactus juice powered vehicle of your choice within the vicinity. Okay. It looks kind of like a four wheeler. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Could fit two people on it, but really is mostly used for utility work. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I'm gonna try to try to drive. <laughs> um. Okay. So we didn't do driving, but uh, I suppose we can use your flying skill for mm -hmm. driving. Mm -hmm. Similar. <laughs> this is gonna go well. I am not used to these vehicles either. Uh, that is in eight minus seven. Okay. Um, yeah. So you sort of like, you're driving it down the chute, I guess. Is that? Yes. Okay. I'm going to try to go well, while they're distracted. I'm going to try to go grab Ruby. Okay. Yeah. So you do make it down the chute. Um, this vehicle wasn't really intended to go down the chute. It's a little wide. So you hear some of like metal on metal. As you, like, squeeze it down the chute, but you do make it to Ruby. <laughs> Hop on, I guess. Do you want to drive? Am I, am I conscious canonically? I mean, you can be conscious now, sure. <laughs> canonically. That sound woke you up. Yeah, I got this. I got this. And I, like, I, like, climb into the seat. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um... <laughs> So am I going to fly this thing out of here? I mean, I, I'll say that like you got, you guys can make it back. Like it made it in. You'll be able to make it back out without too much trouble. So, you know, um, sure. yes, I won't make you get stuck in the chute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, um, so all of you are back outside of the the barn or paddock or whatever this is, and the eight big birds are in it. Um, your puffins are starting to quiet down. Still seems like a few of them might be hurt, but there's, you know, they're not in any immediate danger in the moment. I'm going to take hey, a look same. around and make sure there aren't more. <laughs> yeah, give me another perception. Yeah. Nine. Nine. Okay. Um, yeah. So you uh, look around and you sort of are distracted from whatever conversation might be going on next, um, but you don't see any more interlopers approaching. All right. Uh, does anybody know anything about these birds? Has anybody ever seen birds like this before? Maybe somebody well traveled. <laughs> <laughs> I could reference my notebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that sounds fancy. Off the off the back of my hand, I don't. I, off the top of my head, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to look in my uh, field guide. Okay, um, yeah, field notes in your, in your field notes. Do do. We don't really have a. Hmm. What skill do you think would be appropriate for seeing whether or not you jotted down notes about these things before? Because uh, I'm I'm really trying to avoid remembering. I feel like so like we could use uh, a navigation role to basically gauge how far you've traveled and whether or not you would have exp- uh, come in contact with these things. Yeah, that seems yeah, reasonable. Sounds good. All right, they're they're in my navigation notes. Uh, plus, all right, cool. That's a seven. A seven. Um, yeah, you've definitely um, seen these things at a distance before. Uh, you're not sure exactly what they are, but they definitely sort of hang out on cliff sides and, you know, seem to fish or eat things out of the waterways just like the puffins do. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen them. As much as I could tell you about them is what we've seen. And I'm going to go wash off my nasty <laughs> fish hands. <laughs> Yeah, you smell terrible. <laughs> As there's and like I blood coming Ruby down the, the side of Ruby's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ruby's just kind of just standing there like real glazed over looking her eyes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pat Ruby on the shoulder with mm. my fish hands. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> yep. She's got to be, like, covered in down feathers at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's feathers and mud She's and been fish in there. slime everywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, we've Ruby's got a pen go full of angry birds. <laughs> <laughs> you do. What do we do with these, <laughs> Nilo? How do we handle these? It's it's gotta. We've gotta solve the flute problem. You realize this is where we began. This is where we've gotta finish. We need that flute. So I, um, what shall I use here? Um, I know where my backup flute is. It's it's inside, okay. um, and I I need to be able to get there. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess no, I'm going to use perception actually. Um, so so this is perception, just identifying where that's that flute is. Okay. Seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. So you have to run all the way back into the farmhouse and like upstairs to your room in order to find it, and then come breathlessly running back out. But you have the backup flute. We have the backup flute. 
And the beauty, the backup flute is that we can actually use it to sub. Well, I again, this is the theory. The theory is we can use it to subdue the birds, and then we can do all sorts of things. We can actually study them and work out sort of what they are and whether we can make money off them. <laughs> I like the sound of that. <laughs> right. Yay, capitalism! <laughs> <laughs> but really, study them. Hmm. Maybe they taste good. <laughs> My mama said you can cook anything as long as you boil it long enough. <laughs> or it I just wanted cooking, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that was you. <laughs> so, next step. Are we going to play them some music? Or see whether I can? Sure. Why not? I'm going to go for flute Captive playing. audience. Okay, okay. captive audience. Uh, now I've got the backup flutes. We're mm -hmm. going to use it. Mm -hmm. Okay, flute playing. Wow, I have a 13. A 13. Yeah, so again, you're not sure if it's the music or if it's the shiny thing, but like as you stand sort of in the shoot and uh, play it for them, like they seem to sort of uh, settle down and like all focus on you. So it seems like it's doing something. Okay, so they calm at least. Now what do we do with them? We'll pluck them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Alive? Right. <laughs> Maybe just a few feathers. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll grow new ones. Should we tag them? Ooh, yeah. Should we? That's a very I, responsible idea. Individually identify them. Yeah, they don't have ears for ear tags, but they have legs. I was just gonna say this tags. feels like a real crossover between the cow one shot and this one. We're on a farm. We're tagging things <laughs> like. <laughs> I like the idea of abandoning them. That's smart. Mm -hmm. I Can I volunteer to not do it, though? <laughs> <laughs> Nilo, do you have any extra puffin tags? Oh, in my, I've always got extra puffin tags. Um, the, the, the challenge is they're a little small, so we're going to have to stretch them, but I think we can do that. Mm -hmm. uh, Harry? I was going to say, I, I think we need some help from Harry here. Yeah, sure. I'll see what I can do. Because uh, what what are those tags? I have no idea what like tags these on birds are actually made of. Um, but these the, these metal oh, bands. Yeah, I was going to say yes, like, like crimps that you crimp around their legs. Okay, okay. So we just so uh, I'm going to see if I can sort of put two of them together. I guess see if I can just fix mm -hmm. pairs. Okay, let's do a fixie. Maybe some light welding. Uh, if I use both of my uh-oh tallies, that will get me to seven. Okay, um, <laughs> so it's not pretty, but you Frankenstein something together that you think might work, yeah. This is fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now we gotta figure out how we're gonna... <clears throat> Excuse me. Now we gotta figure out how we're gonna <laughs> immobilize them so that we can tag them. Because I'm not just going to walk in there with the the tag and crimper, which I imagine is a very large tool. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He's like, what is this hand motion? Right. <laughs> yeah. The accordion. I imagine it like a giant pair of bolt cutters. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I, okay, okay. So I'd imagine whatever I just came up with would probably also involve me having to operate the thing to actually right. put the tag mm -hmm. on. Probably. So if someone else 
can can calm him down, then I can. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still, this, but I can try. I'm still noodling away on my flute here. Okay. Um, oh, so they're like calm. Yeah, they they're are. they're pretty focused on Nilo and the flute right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And lucky for you, not they're not dancing to the music, so you know. <laughs> All right. I I guess I'll 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 try. I'll try putting a band on one of them. Okay. Um, is anybody assisting Harry, or is she doing it solo? Please. <laughs> should probably take a nap or something. <laughs> I, 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 th- I think this is something Max should be doing with her <laughs> charisma. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally charismatic. You know what? I'm going to hum a nice little tune along with the flute. Mm, okay. Oh, that'd be nice. Go for it. Yeah. Um, so you can roll that. All right. Uh, that is plus one, seven. Okay, um, so Harry, that means you can have a plus one to your fixing to affix this uh, band to a, uh, a big bird. Ten. Ten, okay, yeah, so even though it's not super pretty, once you actually, like, crimp it on, it fits. You have all right, all right. a banded bird. And I will say that, like, using the same procedure, you are able to band all eight of these giant birds while Nilo right. plays music and Ruby watches. While I'm in here, is Skylar 2 still around? <laughs> yes! <laughs> I'm worried about this bird. Yeah, that hummingbird probably needs to refuel. Yeah, it's um, it's actually sitting sort of like um, at like where the wall and the net meet. You know how the hummingbirds sort of like sit for a moment and look very prim. It's hanging out up there. Start, trying to stay... It's looking very looking very unhappy yeah <laughs> that that might be worth trying to get her from the outside again um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna sneak back out then okay max are you also sneaking back out uh yes okay. i'm gonna try to sneak back out <laughs> cool <laughs> so you're able to do that yeah how would you like to try to rescue skylar too this time i'm going to get a ladder oh mm-hmm. 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 Uh, and try to go over to the spot where I saw her and start detaching the netting okay. just enough. Sort of sort of maybe give her a little scritch to get her attention. <laughs> okay, um, so you're up there and you're trying to get her attention to get her to come out of this hole you're making, so give me an animal handling. Yep. Can I, can I assist? Oh, yeah, because, yeah. Alright, I'm going to go over there like underneath where... Uh... Uh, where Harry is, and I'm be like, it helps if you sing her favorite song, which is like, la 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 la, you're a cute bird, just like that. <laughs> that musical ear really coming in handy. Yeah, yeah. Um, minus two, y'all. Could you give me a musical ear roll? <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> la 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 la. Um. Seven minus two plus two, seven. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So, Harry, that means you get a plus one to your animal handling roll because of Ruby's help? (laughs) Uh, Six, seven, eight. Okay. um, Yeah, so... Skylar 2 isn't, like, super excited about trying to squeeze through this tiny little hole in the net, but eventually... The bird comes it's out. It's better out here than in here than in there. Yeah. So eventually they come out and sort of buzz down past you, um, and you can close up the netting again. Yay! Yay! Uh, I imagine Skylar Two is not a big fan of Ruby right now. So, yeah, it's okay. We'll we'll make up later. 
Um, so I guess the last thing to do is work out what we're going to do with these tagged birds. Mm-hmm. And the question is, I, you know, I wonder if we let them go one at a time, whether they would just fly off. Mm. Or attack. Ah, but one at a time. So again, Buffin Whisperer. Now Big Bird Whisperer, because I've learned a lot. <laughs> so I'm sure that attack if they were in a flock, but one by one, I think that they'd just wander off or fly off even. But it means we've got to get them out one by one. Hmm. Do, do you think we could get them through the chute? That's going to be tricky. But they got in through the chute. Is it a mm-hmm. one-way? Yeah, I, I reckon it's a bit of a squeeze, but I reckon we should be able to get them out again one at a time. And I wonder whether that fish would entice them out. Um, so, Max, I know you're smelling all rosy at the moment, but I think it may be the fish again. <laughs> you know what? It might It might be. Do you have any extra um, extra enticing fish now that we have a little bit of time? Can I, um, how, how would I tell whether I've got any extra enticing fish? So you can I, do, this is like a resource roll, right? So if you roll yep. your 2d6, um, we'll see whether or not you can find it. Okay, yeah, because I think I have some in the back, some extra special fish for those extra special days with the puffins. <laughs> <laughs> I have a seven. A seven, okay, yeah. So you're able to find one resource. So if you'd like it to be puffin treats. Puffin treats, yes. Uh- <laughs> I'm starting to think of the puffins like cats. Um. Right. <laughs> it's like puffin nip. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's in my head we were farming these for meat. It's weirder now. I... <laughs> right. Right. But you know, a happy puffin's a tasty puffin. I... That's they do say that. <laughs> okay. Um, so okay. So we have so so we have puffin treats, which I can um um can I give it to Max? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I'm I'm gonna try to entice them one at a time into the chute. Okay. Um. So the other thing to know about a livestock chute is that there's like a there's usually a lever the on these gate, things yep. that, that you can like open it and close it. So like you yeah, can, a couple of them, right? Yeah. So you can conceivably like get one into the chute and then close it so no more can follow it. So that is easy enough to do. Yes. Um. Max, you can do another uh, um, animal handling. Um to see if uh, they will follow you with your puffin treats and fish. No, I don't think they will with a four. Oh, no. Um, at this point, they're just sort of like, oh, man, we've all got these like weird things on our ankles and we're in this tiny little room. So they're like starting to get riled up again. Not really so interested in food at the moment. Uh, Ruby wants to leave and go see if she can find refills for her bird spray. Okay. Just, just in case... <laughs> These yahoos decide to let all the birds out. Uh, give me a <laughs> she wants to be a little bit better equipped this time. Yeah. Nope, that's a six. Mm-mm. Can't Mm-mm. remember where you would have left refills. Maybe the farm is out of refills. Mm. Does that count as a failure for a resource roll or is it not? Mm, no, it's not because okay. you're not like, yeah. Nope, no penalty. You just didn't okay. find a resource, yeah. There's a ton of empty canisters in the closet, but no fresh ones. Somebody should really recycle those. Yeah. Is that my job? It's, 
So you 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 go to a refill center actually. Mm-hmm. Oh. Kind of like growlers. Yeah. I just pictured a spigot on the cactus, which is probably not right, but (laughs) (laughs) it's like like maple syrup. You tap the cactus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. So if that cactus juice is just used for a whole bunch of things in general, is that the kind of thing that we might have in a slightly different form somewhere on the ranch and we could maybe do something? Sure, you want to siphon it out of the tank on the (laughs) four-wheeler? Right. <laughs> don't siphon it by mouth. I was yeah. saying, don't. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be able to fly. If you do. <laughs> I mean, it's it's actually non toxic. Like I'd have an extra yeah. can oh, in the garage, right? I mean, maybe. Yeah. Sure. We feed it to the hub and birds, so we probably got a big tank of it for them. Like one of those like yeah. hamster things mm-hmm. that hangs on the side of the. Yeah. Do we. Yeah. So, yeah, you have, you have can... some in different forms, sure. Yeah, and then we can try to, to mix it into the right kind of form, maybe. To do mm. what with it? To turn it into the spray that... Oh, yeah. They... Yeah. So we're going to manufacture Don't... our own spray, yes. Yeah. Sure, that sounds complicated. It's, it's, uh-huh. it's, it's just concentrated down. Oh, all right. Just distill it. <laughs> yes. It's just distilled. It's just well, distilled. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what y'all Nilo? heard, but I don't have any experience with that. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, can I try that? Uh, uh fix? Sure. Cooking? Question mark? <laughs> Y'all are trying lots of things that were not on the skill list. <laughs> I think cooking is fair. Cooking yeah, seems fair. That's the closest to chemistry we're getting right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's closer than fix. Yeah. Let's try it. Bye. <laughs> You need to sanitize your dice. Another three? <laughs> I have Good swapped Lord. them all out. What? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, <sighs> I can't believe you melted my still. That thing was brand new. <laughs> uh, okay, so it doesn't blow up in your face. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank the dice. Yeah, it doesn't blow up in your face, but you're just you're struggling to get the temperature right, and the distilling process is just you know you're it's not working the way you want it to. I think I have a solution. So I've got another theory, and this theory is I mean, we still been trying to work out why these birds have have come to our our little enclave. And actually, I think it's the cactus juice that's attracted them. Because we've got so much of it around. We've got vats of this stuff. We use it for all sorts of things. And because of that, I wonder whether if we laid a trail of cactus juice out from the trap and out towards the edge of wherever we are, every time we release one of these birds, it's going to follow the trail and fly off. I don't know. What do you think? That makes sense. If we lead them to to the water... Yes. Maybe that'll do it. I don't know. First things first though is first things first though is to, to work out whether this theory is correct. Can I use my imagination? I so my imagination has come up with the, the hypothesis. Mm-hmm. You've been coming but, up with so many theories yes. for somebody <laughs> with no <laughs> like, So I'm gonna use my imagination. Okay. And I have a six. <laughs> okay. Um so like you have that idea and you're like, I'm not sure exactly how we would make that work because like most birds can't really smell i'm not (laughs) sure 
Like, I did say I was a good puffin yeah, whisperer. Right, and and you don't and you don't really like the the cactus juice you use to feed like the hummingbirds, but the puffins you don't really feed it to, so you're not sure if these birds would like it either. Yeah. So you're like, oh maybe because we have a lot of it, and then you're like, mm. yeah. In other, it was a it was a dead end idea. I mean, I thought it made sense. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ruby. Yeah, sure thing, boss. She's trying to earn brownie points so she doesn't get fired. <laughs> yes. By the way, there's a big hole in. The... Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. We could try scaring him off with noise. I got one idea, and I mm-hmm. just keep going back to yep. it. <laughs> yep. I mean, we could just kill them all. Just saying. I bet they'd be delicious. <laughs> it's just what I'm thinking. Right? I mean, we've got, like, a bolt gun that we used to kill these puffins. Right. <laughs> or we farm it up for feathers. Is that what we are? Uh, we feather farmers? They like chickens, and we and we raise them for eggs? That makes sense. That sounds nicer. That's much I nicer. I like that a lot better. <laughs> yeah. And, and when their beaks shut off? I am now just imagining a gigantic chicken coop. <laughs> yeah. Trying to imagine eating a giant egg and how inconvenient it would be. You know, like a basketball sized <gasps> egg. Like you cry and crack it on the side of a movie. Like it I would mean, weigh. People do that with like emu eggs and ostrich yeah. eggs. It's a thing. Like that's the yeah. ostrich egg shells are super thick, but like, yeah, and you can, in certain places, you can get those eggs for mm-hmm. things. Or like they use them as like goofy ingredients on cooking shows and stuff. Yeah. Sure. Do we have more hummingbirds that we could use to drive them? Hmm. Mm. You do. It is a ranch after all. Yes. True. Yeah. I like that idea. We're going to get into some serious big bird herding. <laughs> there we go. If it rhymes, you know it's a good idea. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Cindy's like, no. <laughs> Ruby's trying so hard. I mean. <laughs> She's still got that bonk on the head from earlier, so. <laughs> She's not running all six cylinders. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so, yeah, what is your what is your thought on, are you bird herding? Or are you doing something else? So we, like, we got a gate on this corral, right? So we all get mounted up, and then we just, like, throw open the gate, and then they run out. And then we, you know, chase them away from the puffins. Drive them? Drive them. Exactly. All right, four-wheeler. I was just going to ask, is everybody flying a hummingbird? What's happening Uh. here? (laughs) Sure. Okay. Um, So the three of you are getting on hummingbirds, and Max Mm -hmm. is going to drive the four-wheeler? Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody can so we'll say that you do all of those parts up to throwing the gate open and the big birds are interested in not being in this enclosed space anymore so they do start coming out um, and you can all give me flying rolls to see how well you heard the big birds away from your puffins and out of the ranch the good news is I have a lot of uh-oh points built up. Oh. <laughs> I rolled a two a two <laughs> I've got an Actually, 11. Three. 11. 10. 10. 3. How oh, did what? <laughs> Go buy a lottery ticket. Write me out. <laughs> I have not used yet. <laughs> I mean, this narratively makes a ton of sense, though, because the 
the rancher and the security person are probably the two with the most experience riding the hummingbirds anyway. (laughs) So the two of you sort of um, in a nice formation, one on either side, sort of flank this group of big birds as they leave the paddock and you wind up driving them um, off of the ranch property and down um, towards, you know, the bottom of the valley where there's some water and stuff. The other two of you, uh, I... (laughs) Harry, I'm not sure that you're able to, like, uh, keep your hummingbird in the air. Maybe it's just, like, it's really not pleased with the kind of direction you're giving it, and so it winds up like, uh-oh, you've got an idea. I, I will, so so I will call upon my experience with uh, with riding horses, ah, which mm-hmm. is extremely limited, and I'm quite bad at that as well because oh, no. I can't get on them. So <laughs> I'm basically still back in the pen trying to mount okay. the bird. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, and I think Max... Uh, Man, it's just really fast. Well, it's really fast, but then all of a sudden, like, it runs out of juice, too. Like, y'all just really need to resupply your out-of-cactus juice fuel. So you kind of sputter to a stop, and the big birds and the other two keep on going, and you're just like, eh. But the big but birds, the birds are, gone. are gone. You have successfully chased them away. All Yay. right. Good job. Mm-hmm. And they've been leg banded so you'll know if they're returners yeah <laughs> or whether it's a completely new batch next time right well um that actually reminds me so here's like a an ooc moment but um so in the pacific northwest uh you know fish have problems with like hydroelectric dams and stuff right so um sea lions have noticed that the fish have problems with stuff and so there's been some issues with like sea lions congregating at the base of hydroelectric dams and feasting mm-hmm. on the fish that are being blocked from moving in the water and so the government started like tagging the sea lions and then taking them away from there and putting them someplace else to try to protect the fish populations because one of the species of fish being affected is endangered Um, and so then they would be able to tell if sea lions were repeat offenders as it were um, so that they could (laughs) figure out other things to do in order to stop that problem you know because managing the wildlife is easier than getting rid of the hydroelectric dam (laughs) <laughs> but yeah i thought um human wildlife conflict might be a fun situation to put you guys in mm. today mm-hmm. um so i sort of gave it away earlier but those were great black-backed gulls which are in fact puffin mm-hmm. predators ah, okay yeah. nice very nice mm-hmm. so you know as with irl ranching sometimes uh natural big predators can sort of be interested in livestock which are contained and not able to run away. <laughs> well, we did a pretty good job then in terms of being humane. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, although I did look up, I was like, do people eat seagulls? <laughs> Ruby was suggesting. And I found woodsmanreport.com slash can you eat seagulls? And it says, the taste of the seagull is going to greatly depend on the way it was raised and what it eats. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, How much garbage then, does it eat? Yeah. Right, yeah, and then, yeah. And then it says um, that you should cut out the intestines to make the flavor better, which like makes sense. And then here's the recipe is my favorite part. Cut the breasts immediately, rinse them in salt water, let them soak in vinegar for a couple of hours and then proceed with the frying. So it's kind of like um, if you were to do like sweet meats and you soaked them in buttermilk first to get rid of some of like the funk. So mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. I, um, I'm a little worried that they felt that they had to tell you to remove the intestines yeah. first. Yeah. Like 
Yeah, that's that's. I feel like you should always just be step number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and and the the website also says uh, you have to consider the fact that seagulls offer very little meat. However, in our mind blowing mountaintop wild west adventure, the big seagulls probably did have a lot of meat on them. But uh, you need a lot of vinegar to soak right. one of those breasts. Yeah. Thanks, thank you. Vinegar, huh? Does the vinegar suggest that it's really tough and needs to be broken down? Is that what that's for? Um, maybe. I think the vinegar is also just a way to neutralize sort of like funky chemicals <laughs> right. that are like making. That so it tastes make it like taste vinegar, weird. which is better. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, everything's well, better when it's a pickle. You, um, you got to think that you know seagull breast is ninety percent French fry by volume, and so <laughs> it's the, just right. putting vinegar on your fries. <laughs> just, you know, just like a bit of salt on the best yeah. way to eat fries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, thank Malt you. vinegar only, yeah. Exactly. Uh, thank you, woodsmanreport.com, for telling us that you can, in fact, eat seagulls <laughs> if you really felt like it. Yeah, uh, so that <laughs> seems like you all um, solved the problem after you awoke in a strange situation. Um, anybody have other thoughts about the ranch or the situation that we dealt with this evening? <laughs> I still want to know what we're doing with these puffins. Oh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. I, I really, I was hoping we would dive into the, the intricacies of that. But I also appreciate the idea that we're just keeping them for eggs. Yes. The I idea. Like that. Yes. Yeah. Delicacy. They're so cute. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know people yeah. eat puffins, but like, yeah. they're so cute. Well, if they're large. Mm-hmm. If their feathers are large, can we use their feathers as like a building material? Maybe. Or as like mm, a textile? Yeah. yeah. Like insulation? Like a carbon like... fiber. This is probably a multi-use bird. So yeah, maybe you don't yeah. maybe you don't kill that many of them for the meat because there are lots of uses for the live bird. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just the real old ones. Like like chickens. Like yeah. where you're like, she's not laying anymore. Yeah. It's, it's her time. It's one for the pot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You just need a big pot. <laughs> I suppose this also gets into the intricacies of the rest of the society in which you run this ranch and, you know, what the rest of the economy is like. And... Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's what you didn't mention is the people protesting outside the gate. Sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and just also the thought of, like, usually when you hear ranch, you think, like, the animals are sort of out, you know, roaming. Mm, yeah. But if that's the case with the birds, then they would be just... Mm-hmm. what peter i gotta okay so if they are free range puffins and they're coming back and we're basically managing their roost then we're harvesting puffin mm-hmm. dung as fertilizer oh, right there we are yeah, yeah. the solution yes yes Which is guano probably yeah. really important in a mountaintop environment where the soil might yeah. be a little thinner mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah where we uh, need cactus mm-hmm. is to grow okay. for right. our fuel it's there cactus fertilizer that yep. makes sense perfect oh gosh um yeah no this was a super fun uh game system to try out tonight it was entirely improv as anyone who was watching the whole time is aware we made up the entire world on the spot so i was i furiously googled natural predator of puffins and came up with something so um yeah this was super fun i think everybody did a great job i hope you know the audience enjoyed the few little tidbits that we threw in of science type stuff um but yeah thank you all for playing um you want to tell people where they can find you one more time uh we'll go in the reverse order start with andrew yes so twitter 2020 science um i'm also on the web at andrewmaynard.net sarah 
on Twitter, I am Soralo Sarah. Um, and then I comment on here under Soralosaurus. <laughs> uh, Cindy? I'm Unbound Page on uh, what? Uh, Twitter and <laughs> every once in a while, Twitter and uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peter? And here and here's a awesome over on the oh. Twitch. Uh, oh, what is it? Weirdlings, Twitch and YouTube channels, that one. There you mm-hmm. go. <laughs> I'm I'm Peter Coffee, Coffee with an E Y at uh, on Twitter, and uh, Peter L Coffee on Instagram because some other guy had snagged it already. So. Oh darn! And I'm Cheryl. You can find me here all the time. I also answer the Nature Check Twitter at Check Nature. So if you need something from us, you can find us there. You can join our Discord using the link down in the reference section below the Twitch screen or the podcast thing or the YouTube video, whatever. Um, And you can also find me individually on the internet as The Roving Naturalist. Uh, Thanks, everybody. I think that's about it for tonight. This doesn't have like an official ending because it's just sort of a one-shotty, you run it until it's over type thing. But we appreciate you all hanging out with us this evening. And we will see you next Sunday for the next episode of Arda. And Peter gets to be alive again. Yay! Yay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, until then, have a great night, everybody. Bye. Bye.